0: the real tale podcast this is your host kelsey loizel and with me today is you know like mark said every day i say (laughs) (laughs) with me today Mm -hmm. is my co-host mark salcedo did you forget your name
1: (laughs) no i was like i
0: mean it's okay you could admit it it happens (laughs) every once in a while
1: Uh, no i started thinking maybe i should say something funny and then i thought no (laughs) No, I'm funny as it is. Funny looking.
0: <laughs> I
1: hi. Hi, everybody.
0: Hi. <laughs> um, I have to tell you something.
1: What is you have to tell me, child?
0: Um, I try to say something, you know, really thought-provoking mm-hmm. in front of every episode.
1: My thoughts are provoked. They are? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that means I'm going to jail. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. Sometimes mm. I think there's no point at all, mm-hmm. and that's the point. <laughs> like it starts off sounding really dark, you <laughs> uh, know. Like uh, like there's no point.
1: Yeah, it sounds very nihilistic. But
0: then the second half of it kind of lightens it up because like maybe that's the point. Like uh, live your life.
1: Yeah, some people may think it's cute. I think that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> like what kind of bullshit excuses that?
0: Thinking that there's no point?
1: No, no, not that. Like the like the beginning part sounds nihilistic. I'm like, all right, I get what you're coming from. And you're like, well maybe that's not the point. Maybe that's the point. I'm like, that's bullshit. There there has to be a point. Really? Yeah. See, I'm pointing at you. Oh, God
0: <laughs> That's on a Hawaii barbecue.
1: <laughs> oh gross.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So what's what's
0: up? Um we have our social media that we have to give to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not giving it to you, but we're telling it to you. Mm-hmm. And it's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us at The Real Appeal with two E's and real. And you can email us at TheRealAppeal at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, iTunes, if you could please review us, we would very much appreciate it. Um, we have our news. We have our recent reviews this week Our recent review, Sorry, we're only doing one <laughs> um, It's Antebellum Our Variety Time, A Trip Down Lovecraft Lane And our geriatric cinematic Of Eve's Bayou Which came out in 1997 I
1: always want to say Eve's Bio Or some shit like that <laughs> Like it's a biography movie or something
0: No, it's a Bayou Bayou, down,
1: yeah. by bayou. Yeah. Mm. down by the Bayou
0: Yeah, down by the Bayou
1: That is correct
0: Correct. Did I say correct? Did yeah, I? you said correct.
1: Oh. Yeah, better correct yourself.
0: Um, and our topic this week. This time Mark Mark I know. wrote it. Oh, I
1: got it. I got it. Things ain't what they seem. Oh shit, I actually got it. Yay.
0: <laughs> so Mark, mm-hmm. what is happening in the news this week?
1: <laughs> he sounds so cheery about it. Um, I know who's not cheery. Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> uh, Quibby Qu- looks like Quibbly is looking to sell. It, you say Quibbly
0: like there's an L in there.
1: Oh, Quibby. What the, who cares? Nobody cares about this shit. <laughs> Quibby? Uh, Quibby is looking to sell itself among other possible options.
0: It's like when my mom, instead of saying album, she says album.
1: Ew, Jesus.
0: <laughs> and her whole mouth moves weird when she does it, too. Like, album. <laughs> like.
1: so okay (laughs) the mobile subscription quibi um that was started up by jeff jeffrey kathenberg um it's 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 been reported by the wall street journal that they are looking to sell the streaming service um here's something that a lot of people don't know about quibi is that uh it has like a seven-year license on short-term series and after two years content owners have the right to assemble and take your shows elsewhere. Um, that is a bad deal on Quibi's part, <laughs> um, because that opens the door up for the content creators to be like, "Hey, after two years, I'm gonna go ahead and just take my shit,
2: mm-hmm. like
1: deuces and everything." Um, but that's not why we're talking about Quibi. Quibi, it, it, Quibi's had his trouble since the start. Um, I don't know anybody who uses Quibi. Mm-hmm. at all. I know they've been trying to market the fuck out of it, but it appears that Quibi is not making the profit that Jerry Katzenberg and I forgot who else is the owner of it. Um and they're trying to they're trying to sell it. Uh I remember hearing a rumor that Quibi was looking to um take the streaming service onto TV. Oh, really? Yeah. But nothing's come of that cuz I haven't seen Quibi like on on my TV at all or anything like that. You know what they need. hmm Ryan Reynolds. Why, why they need Ryan Reynolds?
0: Because he's a very intelligent uh, advertiser.
1: Oh, you're talking about his, his Mick, Rick Moranis? Uh, his Mint
0: Mobile thing that he did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Where he true. made a, a streaming service and it was all that one movie?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think he,
1: he did that for jokes. but he,
0: No, I, he did it for advertising. Oh, okay. Because mint mobile exists yeah but it's not a streaming service it's an actual cells like cellular
1: oh okay okay uh quibi was of course created uh to be watched on your phone this was for like people always on the go public transportation or just waiting in a doctor's office or whatever you know having the shows like in i think seven to ten increments or some shit like that mm-hmm. um and then it just so happened the pandemic happened so now nobody's going anywhere or people are not going as where anywhere as much as um, they would like. Um, you
0: pop it open for thirty seconds as you walk to the other side of where you live.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I know like people are going back to work and everything like that, but there's nothing of Quibi. I think I think actually Quibi, from what I heard, they maybe won a couple of Emmys at this reason um, award. This Emmys, this Emmy, this year's Emmy award season. Um, but I don't. I'm not sure. That's just something I heard. I don't know if that's 100% true. But mm-hmm. apparently it's not doing us so well because, you know, it's been reported that they might be selling it. Um, when the Wall Street Journal uh, had spoke to a spokeswoman, she said, we don't comment uh, or we don't comment on rumors or speculations. I would not be surprised if fucking two weeks from now, Quibi like, oh, Netflix now owns Quibi. <laughs> 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 what was your take on Quibi? Did, did that interest you at all?
0: As soon as I saw it existed, mm-hmm. I was like, that's stupid.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. Like, really fucking stupid. Uh-huh. Like, with all the streaming services that are out there. Mm. And like I feel like it doesn't appeal to people who are busy and can only watch something for 10 minutes. I think it appeals to people with ADD.
1: Yeah, sort of tension span or something like that.
0: Yeah, like... Mm. No one's gonna wanna sit there and watch a 10 minute show. Yeah, on your, I
1: mean, and a lot of people do, they do watch stuff on their phone, but they don't wanna, normally it's like, oh, I can just watch YouTube or Netflix like or I'm whatever. Like, I'm either
0: watching like a little video clip mm-hmm. from Dodo. Okay. Of like a dog being rescued. Yeah. That might last two or three minutes. Yeah. Or I'm watching at least a half an hour long show.
1: And I think that's where they got the idea. Because of social media and shit like that. I think that's why the the people behind Quibi got that idea. And they like, oh, there's a market for it. We can definitely make money off of this.
0: Yeah, but it's not on social media. You have Mm. to actually get into it and look for a show like you would anywhere else. It's not just coming across your... like. Part of the reason why I think it works so well on social media is because it comes across your feed by accident. And oh, it's yeah. It's like, absolutely. oh, this is interesting. Let me watch this.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're
0: not going into something that you're paying for mm-hmm. and looking for something interesting. Yeah. You're just scrolling on through. So,
1: yeah. I mean, I even have a. I was I was thinking about this because I saw this really funny video by Screen Junkies. Um, they're honest trailers. Um, Video on every streaming service, and I actually started playing in my head. I was like, "Well, how many streaming services do I have?" And then, like, I think I came up to like seven streaming services. One, two of them I don't really use, mm-hmm. but I only got them because they came with something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then a few others that like I don't own or that I I borrowed somebody's membership on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this could be stacked on top of like Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, uh, Apple TV, and all that kind of stuff. It just mm-hmm. like. All right. Well, it's getting to the point where it's like, all right, this is like cable now. And, what, and do I even need Quibi?
0: Right. And yeah. kind of now.
1: Yeah. Nobody needs Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to break down the, what do we got for the uh, Emmys or Emmy winners list?
0: Of course. Um, we have outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie, Regina King from Watchmen. Uh, Supporting actor in a limited series or movie, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, Watchman. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. Supporting actor in a comedy series, Dan Levy, Schitt's Creek. Supporting actress in a comedy series, Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series, Zendaya from Euphoria.
1: I figure you might like that. I
0: fucking love it. <laughs> um, outstanding limited series, Watchmen. Outstanding comedy series, Shits Creek.
1: Um, so
0: everything is like Shits Creek yeah. or Watchmen, with the exception of Zendaya for Euphoria. Yeah,
1: I mean, there was a ton, a ton of other awards that were given out for Emmys, but I wanted to focus on this because this is a huge fucking deal. Um, Shits Creek. Uh, have you watched any of the episodes Mm-mm. I started going through the first season the show is really funny I get why that show has so much love so it's really funny um, but the, the whole shit's thing is pretty amazing because um, it's written it's written and put, put together by a a gay man uh, and his character it's Dan Levy Dan Levy and his character who's also gay gets this award so it's a very it's a very LGBTQ plus uh, friendly show it's mm-hmm. not like queers folk or anything like that or core
0: que- uh core uh, straight guy yeah
1: something like that it is like it's like these and
0: it's like regular people but there's a place for them
1: yeah yeah exactly and and this show ended like last i think it was done this year um and it was like a little show that nobody was really talking about until like i think like the third season and it was just all over the place
0: how many seasons are there
1: I think it was five seasons. There's four on Netflix, and then the fifth one's finally, finally coming on Netflix in October.
0: No, I I know it was being talked about because uh, Jimmy Fallon was cracking jokes about well, its name. No, I know. Like, I, like everybody was. But no. it wasn't just two years ago, because I remember it happening a while ago. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Yeah. Well, it shows how invested I was like at the
0: time. when we barely were friends.
1: <laughs> um, and then, of course, Watchmen, which I remember... I was even one of the people who was like, uh, when Watchmen the series got announced, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a stupid idea. Why are we doing a Watchmen TV show?" Like the movie, because the
0: movie was like, "Meh."
1: Yeah, the, like the movie was like good for what it was, but like, yo, that's something you can't do, like in the TV from the comic book. And this is this, ma- Damian Lindelof made it his own,
0: and he made you a liar.
1: Yeah, like this 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 show and uh, The Leftovers fully redeems Damian Lillard. Like people have said, claimed he's a shitty writer. Yo, he wrote, wrote Watchmen.
0: Like, what was he supposedly bad for?
1: Loss. People shit on him for loss because that fin that finale and like the last like three episodes, the last three seasons, people like took a shit on him because. A lot of people thought, like, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with the show.
0: Okay, but I think sometimes people think people are a shitty writer mm. when maybe the agreement that they had maybe went on a little too long.
1: That was the that was the biggest problem with Lost. Like, they, I think they only wanted to do maybe, like, three seasons or something. Mm-hmm. But ABC was like, no, give us more. And they're like,
0: oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so then it's like, okay, well, that wasn't the intended, Yeah. like, like use of it, so.
1: Yeah, um... I mean, Kelsey and I loved Watchmen. It's it was one of the
0: fuck oh, man. <laughs> Every time I think about Watchmen, I uh, get very sad.
1: Oh, why, because it's done? Or? Yes.
0: Because yeah. I can't I can't start from the beginning mm-hmm. and relive the all the magic.
1: Yeah, that's like one of those shows like you wish you can rewatch for the first time again.
0: Yeah. Um and it's done. So it's not coming back again. I and mean, you still feel very happy for like Regina King and mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Abdul Mateen, but like, it's gone.
1: Yeah. Um, HBO has asked him or has talked to Damon Littlef about doing a second season. And he's like, I don't think we should do a second season, especially if there's nothing there. And Watchmen, was very, he was very close to the material growing up reading the comic book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this this was like a labor of love. He was just like... I have to perfect this.
0: I think I saw somewhere where he said that I wouldn't do something, but that doesn't mean somebody else couldn't. But I've done my version of it in my own way. And I would love to see somebody else do their own version Mm. if they want to. Mm. You know, or in like the same universe. Not necessarily those same characters, but like do something else. Like do something different.
1: See, I'm on the I'm on the other side. I think with the show had the beginning middle and end and that should just be it that that show was perfect yeah you just no, no, no. stop it that's like what right he's there. saying no i know but you're but you're you're on the side of like you that you're sad that there's no more but would you want a second
0: season no oh, okay no i don't want a second season i understand i'm still sad about it but <laughs> yeah. i understand well i mean just rewatch it i'm not a rewatcher. i have to give it some time then i'll rewatch it. the show's
1: it. been off for a while now
0: not long enough. I gotta give it like three years. Oh my god! I really hate rewatching things. Ah,
1: okay. Um,
0: it's like having the same conversation again and again and again. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and uh, last bit of news: She Hulk. We got a She Hulk now. Uh, Tatiana. I Tatiana. How do you say? Mazlani. She has landed the role, the title role in Marvel's new series. I think this is totally awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in, of course, people know her from *Orphan Black*, and she did. A, she gave a stellar performance. And um, Perry Mason. There you go. Yeah. Perry I'm a brain went dead for a second. <laughs> um, they have also tapped the director Kat. I uh, said Corio. Uh. I, I don't
0: know. Oh. Uh, yeah, Koiro.
1: Yeah, who has been tapped to direct this the series.
0: I think this is totally
1: awesome. There have been rumors going around for a while of who was gonna be um who's gonna be uh She-Hulk. Uh mm-hmm. Jennifer Jennifer Walters, I think's her name. Uh Kat Kairo. Koiro. Koiro, thank you. Uh she's been known okay, so her work is actually not too bad. She's done uh a few episodes on uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She's done a few episodes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Shameless, uh, Happy Accident, Dead to Me, Single Parent. So she has a lot of TV show experience um, and actually good TV shows. Um, so I'm just glad.
0: <laughs> so you have a director and we have a writer.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty writer Jessica Gao uh, has been tapped as the lead, uh, lead writer. That's dope. I think I'm I think that might be old news. If it is, I'm not remembering it now.
0: But even if it is old news, it's the first time we're saying it, mm-hmm. so it's new news to us.
1: And that's what it counts. Yeah. <laughs> so are you looking forward to the show?
0: Um I never really liked her that much really? as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see her very much, mm-hmm. and it was always like with that veil of she was a female character in a man's show. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, a comic book you mean?
0: I never watched, I never read her in a comic book. I've, the- o- I've seen her animated before. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, it's about the cartoons, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, yeah, she was cool, but she mm-hmm. wasn't like ever the lead, lead person. Yeah, yeah. And I could always kind of take her or leave her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am excited because of who's playing her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the thing that makes it amazing.
1: Gotcha. I I like She-Hulk. I remember reading quite a few of her issues. Um, she's like... It, I One of the things I really like about her, and I don't know how they're going to do this, but Jennifer Walters, she's like constantly the She-Hulk. Like, she is... She's like...
0: Yeah, she never changes into her human form. Yeah,
1: I, I think in the comic book it did... St- at the beginning, the like the earlier years, it did start where she would transform, but she was able to like maintain her level of intelligence and everything, and uh, and eventually they were ju- she was just like boom just She-Hulk all the time.
0: I think that's the thing. One of the things that I thought was weird, mm-hmm. um, that she was She-Hulk all the time. Hulk was not Hulk all the time, and yeah. she was intelligent, and he was a fucking idiot. Well,
1: because, okay, so... Th- so
0: then it becomes, like, the female support superiority complex type thing. Like, uh-huh. even as a kid, I always thought that was kind of condescending.
1: Well, the reason why she's she Hulk all the time is because she wasn't hit with gamma radiation like Bruce Banner Hulk. Uh, she was in, like, in a terrible car accident. And she needed a blood transfusion. And the only person she could get it from was her cousin, Bruce Banner. Mm. Um, so she got a blood transfusion and it transformed her body. But she only had like a little, she only had enough. Like I said, she wasn't hit with gamma rays. So she was, it just transformed her entire body. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was able to like keep that. Like it, she did know. Like way it
0: was more stable.
1: Yeah, it was more stable. Um, as in like Hulk, you know, Bruce Banner's Hulk has gone through like different variations. There's like Professor Hulk and Dr. Hulk and stuff mm. like that. Um, but I always, I did like her character because she's a lawyer and mm-hmm. people have been like rum- people have been starting rumors that like, that's how they're going to introduce her to the MCU mm-hmm. as like Spider-Man's, uh, lawyer after, uh, after, what was it? Far from home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but obviously that's not going to be the case. I like, I said, I'm just curious to see if, if they're going to CGI her to like represent like the green skin or what are they going to do exactly?
0: Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to do the same thing they did with Bruce Banner.
1: Oh, Mark Ruffalo, like the CGI. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm very curious to see how they do it.
0: Um, and also I think you were going somewhere, you were about to say something and then you kind of stopped yourself and said something else. Um, I think you were going to say she was in no way like condescending or anything yeah. and 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 i know that and that's not the thing i think it's just like growing up in the 90s there's always that stigma mm-hmm. of like like male misogyny and all that oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so like like that leaves an impression on you yeah and you don't even know it
1: yeah no i get you that's like true. even
0: right now i don't entirely enjoy female co- comedians
1: yeah yeah you like and that's that's for you on your end i mean like I don't know if a woman can be a misogynistic. I guess kind of, uh, but yeah, you just there's women comedians you just haven't found funny at all.
0: Yeah, and I think there are a couple that I think I like Maya Rudolph. I love. Oh yeah, she's up. And I hilarious. like Carol Burnett a lot too. Yeah. Um, but they're far and few in between. Yeah,
1: you're not like an Amy Schumer fan or anything like that. <laughs> 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 I know who you do like, uh, but you haven't seen her stand up. Uh, Ali Wong. Um,
0: oh always yeah, my like baby. Her, yeah, I like her in that. It was good. Yeah, her stand up. Her stand is really good. Yeah. So, and also, I just haven't been exposed to a whole lot of comedy.
1: Kelsey, you're a woman. You gotta represent. Look,
0: you know, my level of female comedy is, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Nick at Night, you know, (laughs) after 7 o'clock on Nick Jr. when all the kids go to bed. Yeah,
1: Be Witch and I Drew Bajini.
0: No, 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 no. (laughs) After that, they they did this Mm -hmm. thing where they would have, like, it was called, like, uh moms at night or something like that mm-hmm. like they would have like f- a panel of like three women who are, have kids mm-hmm. just sit there and have comedy about mom things
1: that sounds really boring
0: it was awful <laughs> like, is
1: it, and this was on nickelodeon like a, like after
0: after seven o'clock what? nick jr well it's seven o'clock here yeah. it would be 10 o'clock eastern because yeah. it was always off yeah yeah and it would always be like that. I'm like, I really don't want to hear another joke about your breast milk. Please. I f-
1: think I might have seen a few minutes. Of, that sounds so familiar. Yeah. I might have seen like a few minutes and been like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> of course, at the time, I was like 20, being an asshole and shit like that.
0: <laughs> well, even as a 32 year old woman, I think it was garbage.
1: It was just a fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um,
0: but I, so, uh, long story short. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm interested in it because I love the actress who's playing, who's going to play her.
1: Awesome! I think I don't, I don't know where you can find it. I think you should definitely check out um, Orphan Black. I think you'll really, really like that show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she. It's about a woman who finds out she's got like seven clones of herself, mm-hmm. and she has to play every. Um, All the clones have, like, a distinct personality. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, her stretching her acting chops. So when I saw (laughs) her in Perry Mason, I was just like, oh, this would be like a walk in the
2: park for her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it was. Holy shit. Because she's very convincing. Yeah, absolutely. I would follow her as a cult leader. Yeah, I would, too. Pretty (laughs) cute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. no. It's not the same thing. You're not going to follow her as a cult leader. You're just going to follow her because she's cute. yeah. Yeah,
1: like all cult members they find something sexy about the cult leader. Hmm. You know?
0: So you think all the Republicans think Trump is sexy? Yes. Ew. Yes.
1: Have you seen pictures of like those those Karen's that are just like staring at him, licking their lips? One of them looks like one of them looks like he one (laughs) of them looks like she literally sees a fucking Cheeto in front of him. I
2: saw that picture. All right, all right, all
1: right. Um uh, for anything else? Is that it for the news?
0: That's it for the news. All
1: right. what, uh, what, what What's up next?
0: What's up next? What's up next? Uh, what's up next is a <laughs> uh, recent review of Antebellum. There she is. Guess what? Daddy is going to get you in dress for school today. <gasps> we
2: are descendants of the gods. This land was always ours. But we must never relent we nowhere, and everywhere. You're from Virginia, right? I can tell. You're special. We are the future. You. You're not like the others.
0: whoever you were before that's over the synopsis is a successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind-bending mystery before it's too late directed by Gerard Bush and Christopher Wrenz, they also wrote it and it stars uh, Jenna Malone Eric Lange um, Janelle Monet, Jack Houston. Or Huston?
1: Houston. You had it.
0: Okay. Uh, Kearcy Clemens mm-hmm. in... How do you say her name?
1: Oh, uh... Oh, uh, Gabourey Sibide.
0: Oh. Oh, so, oh sorry. Sibide.
1: Sibide. I always get those backwards.
0: Yeah. Um... Mark. What? What did you think about this movie?
1: Highly disappointed. Highly, highly disappointed this movie. I
0: remember when you said let's watch this movie. I'm really interested in yeah, it. Yeah. Cause the premise is interesting. I have this fucking radar uh-huh. about movies. Uh, uh-huh. and I was like, I feel like it's not going to be good. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's going to be great. And I'm like,
1: I didn't say uh, great.
0: You're like, no, it's going to be good. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm really interested. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a downer. So like, I'll give it a try because I could be wrong. Mm. I wasn't wrong. Mm. Mm.
2: <laughs> Do you
0: remember when I told you that?
1: I feel like you told me that often, like a lot of movies, and I'm like, "Yo, this movie's gonna be great," or "Come on, it's gonna be interesting." Like, and you never listen. Like, what's the? What's the? I can't remember that. The tax collector. See, I I purged that movie out of my fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Like tax collector. No, it's gonna be interesting. It should be good. It should be good. Oh my god, that movie was so bad. (laughs) Um, Just like this one. I mean, like the concept is it's it's interesting. This woman. Who seems to, who lives in modern times, seems to have been transported to like slave times, you know, which is like a real fear that many people in the black community have that we think that, holy shit, they're just gonna bring back slavery and we're just, we're gonna have to like, we either fuck or we're gonna have to fucking fight for our lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and you know, and I rewatched the trailer today too, and I was like, even the trailer's selling it like it's a supernatural kind of thing. Like, yeah. oh, this is some weird myth. And it had, feelings of kind of like us like jordan peele kind of shit right mm-hmm. and i was just so disappointed I, I i i i know my disappointments are setting in i think the first like 10 minutes of the movie i mm-hmm. think where uh one of the character is just getting beaten badly like just being repeatedly right and that's when I just sat there and I was like, yo, I'm really tired of like, these slave punishment, these slave movies where people are just getting the shit kicked out of them. Like, fucking do something different now,
2: please.
0: It's not just that, but it's like that and then the juxtaposition of, here's a, su- a successful black woman. Mm-hmm. Let's beat you over the head with how successful and how black she is. Mm-hmm. Like, how different is that than what you just saw?
1: yeah yeah like polar opposites and stuff like that and like that's cool i mean you can have way to kind of like lead into it or kind of be like yeah this is a sexual black movement and everything um and she's going through like this real really rough time in her life or whatever but it was like i don't know it was like given like the 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 director like reason to just fucking just beat the shit out of her or some shit like that
0: i will say one thing Mm -hmm. It could have, but did not go the route of Quentin Tarantino.
1: Oh, you mean like Django, Django and
0: Jane? Like how he likes to throw the N word around a lot.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually surprised. I didn't hear, I didn't hear nigger at all during mm-hmm. this movie, like at all. And I was, I was like, I thought this was supposed to be slave times, like.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, like
1: yo, like you're beating, and like raping these women, but we draw, we're drawing the line at the word nigger. <laughs> like, okay.
0: I. I think there's a reason for that and I'll I'll hold okay. my thoughts until we get into the spoiler section
1: okay um do is there anything uh what did you think, what did you think about the
0: performance I thought Janelle Monet's performance was great she's always kind of hit or miss with me mhm and I hate to say it but like she's gorgeous mm. and also at the same time kind of looks like an alien
1: oh, oh shit okay
0: like, you know, like, it, like she had her hair one way, and she mm. looked great, and then she had her hair a different way, and mm. all you saw was the angles in her face.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what? And I, her eyes are small. Like, And I'm not trying to critique how she, like, looks as a person, but I really think sometimes it has to do with how people do her makeup. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, like, her hair and stuff, so, like... Mm-hmm. There are times she looks stunning and like mm. and it's great. It kind of goes with the story. And then there are other times, you know, like when she's in modern times and she doesn't look that great. And you're like, mm-hmm. like, why did you do her like
1: that? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there and was, it
0: takes you out of the story because you're so and like
1: because it's like a weird shift change. Like the consistency within the makeup department does not follow into the next scene or anything like
0: right, that. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I know, like, she's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. But she doesn't always look good because of how they did her makeup and stuff
1: yeah i I'll agree with you on that like there I remember I saw a uh I saw pictures of like a a premiere event for this movie her hair was like cut short uh has natural curls but it was like dyed red but yeah. like a nice kind of like uh like almost like a copper red kind of thing mm-hmm. she looked like damn hot in that outfit I was mm-hmm. like yo and her I was like what' what's up and then you know we were watching Antebellum, and I'm like Yo, that angle is really weird on like her face, or it's kind of I don't know about that light on her. It's, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they have to make her look beautiful all the time, but you're do, when you're doing like constant shifts, even while she's supposed to be beautiful, you're just kind of like, whoa, okay, well, what's going on with the makeup?
0: And it also has to do with the cinematography because I mm. feel like mm. not all people who study it mm. know or are taught in um, school.
1: Oh, with like with, with darker tone. How to do
0: lighting for black people? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: um, like so, that kind of sucks too because I felt no. like there are lots of times where it, you know, the colors are already kind of muted, mm-hmm. and you're not doing her any favors either.
1: Yeah, I, I'll I'll jump on I'll jump on the. Um,
0: or her teeth are too bright and it just <laughs> looks really weird.
1: Uh, I'll jump on that train with you about the cinematography. Uh, I will say that some of the cinematography looks really great. Yes. Uh, especially like near the end, which I'm sure we're going to details in the spoiler section. Some of it looks great. And then other times, it, the color, it, it, I don't know. I know this film was shot by two different directors, but you really got a sense that it was really made by two different fucking people. Mm-hmm. Normally, if you like, let's say, uh, the Coen Brothers or uh what phil and i can't remember the other guy's name
0: the nolan brothers The yeah well when they work uh, together it's seamless
1: yeah yeah you get like a uh you get like a perfect mixture this one it was kind of going this way and that way and that even goes into the writing
0: and i remember you're like let me see who directed this Mm -hmm. and you're like well that's the reason <laughs> one black guy one white guy just like in just mercy
1: yeah um and you know kelsey and i don't, we don't we're not privy to any information about who directed what section or wrote what section of the script but you've got to
0: sense that it's disjointed yeah it
1: is definitely disjointed and that that fucking poo poo twist does not make it any fucking better <laughs>
0: I can't wait to tell you guys what uh what the comments were right at the end of the movie. We both were on the same page.
1: <laughs> um, is there okay, well, is there anybody I mean other than Janelle Janelle Monet, um is there anybody else in the performance that stuck out for you?
0: There's that one girl that I always had a crush on. What one girl. And I'm sad she didn't have a bigger role. Who? The one who was like a new slave that came. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um Fucking homegirl from Dope. Um, oh, I'm sorry. G- keep going.
0: She's um, I feel like she's a great actress. I didn't like her personality in as the character she was. Mm-hmm. I think it was a throwaway role for her personally.
2: Uh,
1: Kiersey Clemens.
0: hmm And I really think that she could have brought something to this story.
1: Yeah, she was like. You can tell, like, they wanted to make her, like, the heart of the story. Like, like, Janelle Monáe's character is supposed to be, like, the person that gets... Like, the strength. Yeah, yeah, she's supposed to be... She's supposed to be, like, whatever happens to her, she's supposed to be the one that, like, pushes Janelle Monáe forward to, like, get out of the situation or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it kind of was, like... I feel like they were missing scenes. Like, they threw out certain scenes or more time with her that would have added more of that punch to what happened to her in the end.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel sad about that, um and um
1: i think i remember you saying something about gabrie uh Sidibe.
0: i, I n- did not see precious mm. and that's literally the only thing i know that she's been in mm. and when that came out i was like unfortunately i think that's the only thing she's ever gonna be in mm. that people know her from mm. um because of her size and and you know people just don't write parts for people like her
1: well she's been in a, a ton she's done, she's been in a ton of stuff like but i think the only thing that has really stuck out is like precious or like american horror story but i remember you actually liking her character
0: i really did like her character mm. um she's gorgeous oh yeah um she has a great personality she can actually act mm. like if you ever wondered if she could act after seeing her in precious
1: Oh, she was an empire. Shit. I never watched that show.
0: <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> go on, go. On. Um like I really liked her. I thought she was really a great Janelle Monet's character needed somebody else with her at all times, I think. It's just her character. Mm. I don't think it's her fault. I just think it's the character needed somebody to bounce off of. Mm. And
1: like she was great bouncing off of uh Gabri Sidabe like when they were in modern times. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Now I think I think um Clements was supposed to be that person that they bounced off that mm. she was supposed to bounce off but yeah. like they didn't fucking do anything with that.
0: I know they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um so that um I think that's all i can say really <laughs> until we get into the spoiler section
1: uh okay all right cool so um yeah we're gonna go ahead and hop into the spoiler section and we're
0: gonna dance our little hearts out while we're listening <laughs> to the music like we always do
1: yeah so if you folks haven't seen antebellum um and you don't want to be spoiled we got a spoiler bumper for you for the folks who have seen it you go ahead and hop in this room with us you know and get your uh, go ahead and get your uh spoiler down
0: We're here. We're
1: here. We're queer.
0: Mm-mm. Get used to it. Choo, 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 choo. So, Mark. Yeah. Let's get to the first thing that you probably want to talk about.
1: Which which thing? The ending?
0: No, the first thing that you want to talk about. Um. Which is whatever you want to talk about.
1: No, no, you leave. I'll let you leave this <laughs> one. No, you go ahead.
0: <laughs> Okay, I had a problem with Janelle Monet, to be honest. Okay. She has, like, she performs really well. It's not her performance. Okay. It's how she was written and directed. Oh, okay. She has a lack of emotion that really fucking bothers me.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Like, she, that's why I'm saying she needed her friend, Mm. she, like, needed somebody else to bounce off because they were always the heart and she was always the stone.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is, like, why? (laughs) Why did you do that?
1: Yeah, I also feel that, like, in, in the movie, there's... um. Uh, Kirsty Clement had said something to her like, "I heard you're the one who's going to get us out of here." And at one, at, at at no point did they really establish like, "Wait, when did she become like the person to get out of there?" It it was it was weird.
0: Yeah, like when did they establish that she was going to get them out of there? But also like.
1: What was the plan? They
0: were, like, at that point in the story, uh-huh. they made her seem like, I know there's a term for it, and I don't know what it is, and I know it's kind of racist, but it's always that black person on a plantation mm. who is more aligned with the white people than the other slaves. Oh, the house nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like she was kind of like that. Really? Like, a, like, in that particular scene, Okay, like, in that five or ten minutes, even, bef- like, before... Mm. They were in that cabin together, and kind of partially after because
1: her and Keir- uh, Kirstie Clemens character.
0: Yeah, because she, mm. she was like, not talking, and I know there was kind of like a no talking rule, mm. but then also there wasn't a no talking rule. Mm-hmm. Um, they just made it seem like she didn't want to help anybody, and mm. she was very in it for herself. She wasn't interested in mm. in anybody
1: yeah like there wasn't like a whole lot of interaction with other people i mean and like i said like i said there's supposed to be a no talking rule but there was no even there was not that much interaction even behind the scenes when they could when they could talk or possibly come up with this plan it was um her character and the character of uh eli i think is the character's name um the actor's name is escaping me right now oh uh is that him? Yeah, uh, Tonya Caricia. Caricia, I think I say his name. Um, his character was supposed to be like, you know, sh- that was a character that was helping Janelle Monet's character to, to escape or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. But like at, he was supposed to give her the, the courage.:
1: Yeah, but at no point we never saw really any, any interaction with them to like establish what kind of relationship they had. Or how they even got things started or or anything. It was just like here's this dude, they talk once or twice and like that's it.
0: Yeah, like when are we when are we leaving again? Yeah,
1: yeah, like that. Like Did
0: they left together the first time? What?
1: Yeah, I know. That was that was like really weird. Like I said, that's why I feel like they were missing like a number of scenes or pages within the script to like kinda give us more depth to go what the fuck's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um the, uh, uh, I'm trying. Oh, there's so many problems with this fucking movie.
0: <laughs> I had a problem with the white lady.
1: Oh, what's her name? Uh, you talking about the the madam of the plantation? Yeah, China, Jenna Malone.
0: Yeah, I had mm. a problem with her. What
1: was it? What was your problem with her?
0: <sighs> she wasn't realistic to me at all.
1: Mm. She had uh, like she had like one setting.
0: No. She, she had one setting, and it was southern white bitch. Yeah. Like, could you please? Give her a little more depth, please. Like, Uh, I know not all racist women are that bland.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jack Houston, uh, his character, it's funny because his character actually had more depth. And I I wasn't like interested to find out more about him, but I was seeing why he was like an evil man. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, somebody's singing that too. Uh yeah, we got the window open. It's fucking humid in here. shit. Um like Jack Houston gave a really good performance as Captain Jasper. Piece of shit individual. You know why he's a piece of shit. He's just a piece of shit.
0: But I fucking love him anyway.
1: Yeah, that dude's a good actor. I mean he well he comes from a, I, a decent I, line of he, a decent line of actors, that's why. For more. jealous uh, Houston is his aunt,
0: I think. Really?
1: Yeah. And his Danny Houston is
0: It's not Houston, it's Huston. No, it's Houston.
1: Jennifer Houston Yeah, oh.
0: okay
1: well that's how they say okay all right go on let me let me let me have Kelsey Pulling correct gonna me are you going to
0: pull up the Google
1: no it's Houston it's Houston it Houston was, yeah yeah because okay. I was like shit shit I I got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> um and then what's his name Eric Lane who played who played the the, the, the really bad guy oh, his, his, his IMDb has him as him and Senator Denton I know he was, first of all, at no point did I ever know he was a senator.
0: No, neither did I.
1: Um, unless you unless you
0: quickly
1: look at a wall that had his name plastered on it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I was like, I think I pointed out, I was like, oh, that's the guy who's on the plantation. And, like, that was it. That was, like, the only thing we saw of that guy.
0: <laughs> like,
1: wait, who, who, who,
0: what? And who? I think I missed it because I'm like, oh, uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um what okay Uh, uh, so okay i'm gonna take it from the beginning you're following this woman Mm. there's like two parts of her Mm -hmm. i really like the the cult like her culture like Mm -hmm. the strong black woman that she is Mm -hmm. um that she's doing talk shows she has a very supportive black husband like and that's not very uh like that's kind of progressive when you're telling that kind of story because yeah, like in real life it could be true, but mm-hmm. most people like to write, you know, the broken black woman with the absent father hu- like oh, father husband. or husband yeah. or whatever. And they they have money and they have a beautiful little girl and they're all together. Mm-hmm. Um but it also kind of went on long because you kind of figure too, like, where's the
1: um, like the downturn?
0: supernatural part of it. Like I was yeah. wondering, like when is it, and then when is it gonna like take off?
1: Yeah,
0: is, she's just. And then you would get like bits of her like mm. as a slave, but it's weird because it almost kind of comes to you like it was part of her ancestry or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. she's having these dreams.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, they were bringing, like, that's that's why we kept thinking there was a supernatural element to it, because the way how they were cut would make it seem like she's in one state of reality versus another state of reality.
0: Right. Um, You know, like, and they branded her when she was a slave. Mm-hmm. And then she woke up the next day and went to go take a shower and made they made a point to show you that she wasn't branded anymore yeah and i think they're trying to leave you a breadcrumb but that breadcrumb didn't matter
1: (laughs) no it didn't
0: because it wouldn't matter if it really was two separate realities Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter because that was just before all that bullshit happened
1: yeah and i want to i want to kind of talk about a little bit of how the progression, how the the lack of progression the movie had where like she starts off as this as a slave. Like the movie starts off as her as a slave and she's getting beaten and everything. She looks like she's already been broken. Okay. And then we are cut back to like her being the strong will black woman, successful author and everything, right? Uh, Sociologist major and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. At no point did we go, did we see, okay, when did like when did When did they start breaking her? When did we see her her downfall to like being broken? It yeah. was just like she's broken and she's high. And now we're back to her being broken,
0: yeah, like you never see her right after she gets kidnapped. You see her kidnapped in yeah. the car, and you see her maybe like two months down the line, yeah, you know, at the least, yeah. And 2 months is enough time to really break somebody.
1: Yeah, but we never got anything of that at all. we were just like No,
0: we got nothing in between and mm. that would have been a better story.
1: Yeah, and I, we're not saying like she had to be like beating the kick the kick. Yeah, we kick. don't
0: need any, you know, gratuitous rape scenes. We're not looking for that. Yeah, even yeah. though we did kind of get that anyway.
1: Yeah, cuz it's supposed to be like a psychological thing of why she's broken. Because yeah. it's revealed that there's no supernatural element. They just kidnapped him and took him to like a plantation down in the south. Boom. Yeah, the village. That's what happened. I'm hearing a lot of village <laughs> comparison. It fucking is. It is straight up the village.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that I was gonna say that we mm. were on the same page because I remember you didn't say that. Yeah, I told you that, and you're like, I thought the same thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I was like,
0: this is the village. Like, she's on a plantation down in the south, like mm. at a Civil War reenactment camp.
1: Yeah, and antebellum. It's called antebellum. Yeah, it's uh, called
0: antebellum And like. She's there and like you see airplanes going overhead and you mm. see like I don't know then you see cell phones and you're like shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw that cell phone I was like, "All right, I'm done. This movie is just no. This movie just fucked up all the way." Mm. I just I just didn't care. Um let's <laughs> bef- Before we end it, let's at least talk about the one thing that we did like, and that was like the cinematography, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, kinda. (laughs) (laughs) It starts off Uh, kind of like your hopes and dreams for this movie. uh, This is gonna be fucking amazing! Wow, look at this! Yeah, yeah. And then slowly, you're like, "This is pretentious."
1: Okay, so yeah, it's this. I mean, it's this. It's the ending scene where she's like writing.
0: She's riding on a horse, yeah. with an axe.
1: Yeah, and you folks have seen that, but like that's the thing that like we were we were really digging on it. Kelsey and I were like of the same mind, but we didn't say anything, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just like, "Yo, this is really good." Like, "Oh, that looks that's." A great I know. Shot. I was.
0: I w- was not even looking at you for re- your reaction, which I usually do. Huh? And I was. I was so in it. I was like. Open mouth, staring.
1: Yeah, and then it went on for a bit too long, and that's where because you could you could only go so far before something turns pretentious, and they are just like, all right, this yeah. is And this then is for this
0: one, it was you get the shot mm. of the sunrise with the Confederate and the Union soldiers mm. about to clash into battle, as she's riding this horse, mm. you know, with the axe in the air, and I'm mm. like. What the fuck is this shit?
1: (laughs) And an airplane above her, yeah, signifying, symbolizing that she's
0: free, free, free. Because you've gotta live, live, live. God,
1: that's a great movie. No,
0: it's not.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, that's like I think that's probably like the only. Well, I, I like I said, I'm more. I did like the cinematography to an extent. I mean, that mm. slow motion scene so was just like, all right, dude, we get it, we fucking get it.
0: I remember that partway through the movie, bef- even before that, you mm. were like, God, I like the cinematography. But yeah. I was kind of more along the like in the mindset of these just look like pictures, <laughs> like someone snapped a picture. Uh. Uh-huh. And that's it. Like, they're crisp and clear, (laughs) and it doesn't have, like, that movie filter on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I was kind of taken out of it for, like, when they're in the fields. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, there's too much color.
1: Like,
0: (laughs) it was just too bright or something. Too
1: pretty.
0: Too pretty, yeah. Too pretty.
1: Um, Yeah. um,
0: Also, all those black people in the fields, mm -hmm. they look like they were just black people in the fields.
1: Like just standing around or something like that.
0: Like there were normal people that they just put a costume on and mm. stuck them in the field. Like they didn't look mm. like they had been through anything.
1: Oh, I got you. Like like they were little, literally, literally extras. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I got you.
0: Yeah. Like you want people if mm. you're gonna if you're gonna make a movie about slaves. They got to look like slaves. Yeah. You know what?
1: I, th- there's not, this one thing I, I just remembered now. There's a line that uh, Eric Lang says well, before he dies. He says, he says we are everywhere and we are nowhere. At no point did I go, yeah, they're everywhere and nowhere. I was just like, who? What who no, the no, fuck no, are you no. talking about?
0: You made a comment when what you the, said that.
1: What was the comment?
0: Just like this movie.
1: <laughs> Damn, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this movie It is everywhere And fucking nowhere Exactly <laughs> Alright I'm done with this shit <laughs> Alright what, what do we got up now What's the What's the, what's the next segment We're gonna go to Hop into
0: We are gonna do Our Variety time <laughs> Doing a trip down Lovecraft Lane. Um, this week's episode is called Meet Me in uh, Daegu. Yeah, Daegu. <laughs> Daegu. Directed by Helen Shaver. Written by Misha Green and Kevin Lau. It stars Jonathan Majors, Jamie Chung, Prisha Parish, uh, Kim, Cindy Chang, and Alexis Rhee.
2: Hmm.
0: So yeah, different different casts than we're used to from week to week.
1: Yeah, this I I really like this episode because it's every episode seems to kind of have like a uh, main character they follow. Would it be like Journey? Uh, sorry, uh,
0: Journey Smollett.
1: Journey Smollett. I want to say my name. <laughs> Journey Smollett, or uh, Michael K. Williams, or Jonathan Major, Majors, but this one actually follows more of Jimmy Chung, and. That that whole part about her being a demon and shit like that, mm-hmm. I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I didn't think it's funny because like when the show starts, mm. you really get a sense that Jonathan Major's character Atticus mm. is falling into something mm-hmm. bigger than himself. Yeah but as the show progresses and especially with this episode you realize he has always been followed by it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: Like he's not falling into anything. It was always a part of his destiny mm-hmm. to meet these out like otherworldly situations and mm-hmm. things along yeah. the way.
1: Yeah. Um I I actually really I mean, they're kind of like hammering it, hammering your head now. But um, I did like for this episode how they introduced um, Atticus to uh, Gia's character. Mm -hmm. And like the way how they do it is he walks up and shoots her friend right in the head. Like, Mm -hmm. boom, you're a fucking monster. Like right there. Yeah. You know, like if the show started with that episode, everybody would have been like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, this dude must be the villain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think it would have been hard to come back.
1: Oh come back from that? From
0: it. If we started with that. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. a little bit easier since we've seen a little bit from him. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, Mm. the way he is now, I really don't think he's that far from the way he was then.
1: Oh I know, yeah. Because he seems
0: still really like um unsettled. Yeah. Like, his emotions, he didn't process almost any of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's trying to be better, but he's not trying to process anything that he needs to to be better. Yeah. So, it's just superficial better.
1: Yeah, like, he's kind of like... He's either constantly being distracted by something else or trying to, like... Or he's angry. Or he's angry. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Um, so, the character, uh, Ji-ha, like I, I, like, I, like, after the episode... Earlier today I was thinking about this episode and I started like really picking it apart and I, oh, I hit the mic again. <laughs> I was really picking it apart and about how uh Jamie Chung's character um she's almost like this in a way when she she's, she's not she's not Gia, she's not the Gia that was born and everything. She's like this demon who's learning how to interact with humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the only way she can figure out to be like how to act like a woman is like through these Judy Garland movies. Right. But I thought it was like so I thought I, I found it cool because it's easily relatable to today, where people, they don't know how to act, so they act how they've seen it in a film. Right. Um, and, like, the interaction between Jonathan Mayers and Jamie Chung is really, in a way, can be very heartwarming because they're, like, two damaged individuals who, like, mm-hmm. found each other.
0: Right. And, you, and you're, like, rooting for them, too.
1: No why? I was. I I totally was.
0: <laughs> I was even though like Journey Smollett mm-hmm. exists. Yeah, I honestly felt like um, Atticus and Gia were a better fit. Like they have better chemistry than mm. him and Journey Smollett do. I
1: think they I think they both have, I, th- I think they both have really great chemistry. I think, it, but I think it's just like the different ways they have really great chemistry. Like where one may lack, the other may pick up or something like that. Um, it seems like. Uh, It seemed like Gia was like there to like, not necessarily help him pick up the pieces, but already kind of like.
0: She already knew. She saw his dark side already. Yeah, because. He didn't have to hide it from her. yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because like she herself was a monster. She was like trying to keep this demon, like she was trying to stop herself from devouring this man. How, like, how she'd been devouring, like, what, 96 men or something like that? No, like 98 men before. She
0: did 99 men, and he was her
1: hundredth. yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, Journey... Journey?
0: Journey,
1: Journey Smollett. It, I got Janelle Monáe stuck in my head again. <laughs> okay, Journey Smollett, she's there to, like, oh, no, wait, pick up the pieces now. Mm-hmm. So she's dealing with the aftermath of this relationship. Um... Let's. I want to talk about that one scene. Um, outside, when they're outside the camp, mm-hmm. that confrontation between the two.
0: Um. After she'd already accidentally revealed herself to him. Uh,
1: that one. No. 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 Uh, the part where they were they were about to make love. For, oh, and she reveals that he's a virgin, and like she's like she she's like get out like just get away from me, and then she comes back.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought that scene was so great cuz there's so many lo- layers you can go through that one particular scene.
0: Yeah, I mean there's like her not you know like not wanting to be his first mm-hmm. or then she's kind of doubting herself because mm. she she knows what really lies in men's hearts. Yeah. Um and he can't really be all that bad if he's never slept with a woman before. Yeah. Um you know, like all these things that are probably going through her mind, and mm. then all the things that are going through his mind are like, "Oh shit! Like if I was honest with her, and she's gonna treat me like this, and I guess I better fucking lie the next time."
1: Yeah, and it's also like she, she sorry, um, Jamie Chung's character says this line. She goes like, "We've done monstrous things, but it can't dict it can't dictate us and make us a monster." Which I was like, yeah, these people were like, both monstrous people in, like, their own way. How she, like, devoured 99 men and he's, like, killed and tortured people. But they won't let them, like, control who they are.
0: There's different, I think there's two different scenes that are being meshed together here. Because there was a scene where he was, he told her that he was a virgin. Mm. And she said stop because she, like, realized she didn't want to devour him. Yeah. But then later on. Yeah. She accidentally reveals herself, mm-hmm. and so like there's another confrontation that happens after, and that's I think that's the time that she says that we're both monsters, but we're not, we're not what we seem.
1: No, when she accidentally reveal herself, he took off, and that was the end of that show. <laughs> because remember, she went to go she went to go see her mother, and was like, okay, we got to go see the shaman.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, once again, <laughs> no, it's, it's not a, you, it's me.
1: It's okay. No, no, no. I'm here to walk with you. We're to talk about <laughs> it. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I did think that scene with um, their first date when they were watching the Judy Garland movie together. I thought that scene was very, very sweet.
0: It was. It was mm. funny because um, the only reason why women ever get onto that base mm. um, is what they call comfort women. Which obviously is like prostitution. Yeah,
1: military term for prostitution. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, they always view those women as, like, communists Mm. or. Or, like, fuck dolls or something like that. Yeah. So, she gets, like, heckled on her way onto base. And the guy is, like, that's leading her to Atticus is, Mm. like, you know, it's because the only women that come on base are, you know, what we just said. So she's starting to think in her mind, like, oh fuck.
1: Oh yeah, sees is like what am it. I getting
0: into? Like, does he think I'm a comfort woman? Like yeah. like I'm not into that. And and he's like, No, he's got something special planned for you. And it kind of sounds a little sinister, but
2: Yeah, it
0: did. Yeah. And then we get into the, the tent where he has the the movie set up and it was actually really sweet.
1: Yeah. Um I'm very curious about the part of the scene what happened after when um they went to see the shaman. Mhm. Um because the shaman had said um like you have not even st- like you're like what you trying to be a woman again you trying to be a human again is trivial to, like the shit that's really out there. Mm-hmm. And like you have like barely like she basically says like you barely stepped your toe into the darkness.
0: Yeah, she's like yeah you you haven't even um met the darkness yet.
1: Yeah, and, like, the mother has said, um, you know, has said that, like, you reach 100 hundred men or 100 souls you devour, absorb, and you will um, become human again.
2: Mm-hmm. But even
1: the shaman was like, no, you got more people. Like, there are going to be a lot more people you're going to kill.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Like, I... I I know they did this episode not to just throw her away. I know she's gonna come back. I know she has to come back because, well, because I'm still she, so interested in this character.
0: And we've seen her, mm-hmm. like not seen her, seen her, but she's been in like a bunch of like the episodes already. Like mm-hmm. he's thinking about her. He's like he's seeing her like in a vision that she's not really there. Like. Mm-hmm. So it's like
1: so would she be the woman that he fought in that room like in the second episode? I think so, okay, yeah, because I think that I don't I can't remember that woman's face is i all I keep picturing like her face being covered up
0: I, I keep picturing it um pale, oh, okay, like like it's something's not right. Mm-hmm. um I think it's her though, we're gonna mm-hmm. have to look at it again, but I really think it is her, okay, um and it's the only thing that really makes sense because that's the thing that he's struggling with,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: from being overseas. Yeah, it's either her or the woman he shot.
1: Oh, okay, I get you. Um,
0: but I think it's her.
1: Yeah. So what did you what did you think about the the part where she was absorbing Atticus and she actually saw him dying?
0: Um, I thought it was interesting because I thought it was it was a little confusing to me actually because mm-hmm. first of all, he didn't die. Yeah. When she did that. Yeah. Second she of was all, supposed to die, yeah. Um. You see him having sex with another woman, but they don't explain to you that you're seeing, like his future, and I didn't get a good enough look at the woman in his bed's face. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that was the f- that had to be the future because he told her that she he was a virgin, so that's probably like when he gets back overseas,
0: right? But I'm, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. was confusing to me. Is yeah. I thought he had lied to her and she's ah, seeing the truth. Okay, but she was so cool about it. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a reveal that it was the future. Mm-hmm. So then, then it became okay. Now I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wish I had known that before I started seeing, or right at the beginning of seeing that like little montage, because, yeah. um, th- I would have been able to pay more attention and like pick apart everything he was seeing, like yeah. she was seeing. Yeah. So, um, and I th- think. I think her seeing him die
2: mm-hmm.
0: is like um like a switch and beat.
1: Oh, you think like maybe he's going to die for like 5 seconds and come back or yeah. some shit.
0: Mhm. <sighs> like he's going to die. Be- <laughs> Look, they're going to find all the pages uh, and he's going to die uh, as he's doing the spell. Uh-huh. And he's gonna come back to life uh, because he did the spell right, and that's supposed to happen.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna be a hopeful, optimistic for his death.
0: So you want him to die? I think he
1: is gonna die because he's had a, he, he himself has dreamt that um, that he died, that he was that that he was dying, like the where. I think it was last week's episode where he was running through the hall like he was kind of reliving that moment where he was running through the building. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, through the mansion while I was on fire. Mm-hmm. And when he like stops his like whole body catches on fire and everything. So I think I think that and showing that kinda of, like leads to the, I, the whole I mean, not say hopefully. I think his character is gonna die. I feel like his character has
0: to die. The only way that works mm. is if he gets Journey Smollett's character pregnant.
1: Really? Oh cuz you want his dad. To death keep to be? the
0: bloodline going. Otherwise, the whole show fucking falls apart.
1: I don't think so. I, cause like that, I mean, that can kind of be, I'm sorry I'm bringing this, I'm sorry I'm bringing Star Wars into this argument, <laughs> but like, and spoilers for Star Wars, but like the Skywalker legacy had to end. Like the, sorry, the Skywalker lineage had to end with Ben Solo.
0: Yeah, but we've only had like five or six episodes.
1: Yeah, no, but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think like if you, in a way, to stop, whatever like i think his death is important i think his death should happen because it's supposed to end that lineage of of ever being able to possess those books or to have the power behind those books or uh, pages sorry
0: so you think it's just going to be like an encapsulated story and it'll end but in like lovecraft form a different story will come about in that same world for like next season or something.
1: No, from, I I don't know, but from my understanding, because this is based off the book, I don't know how, well they follow the book, but I mean, there's only been one book and I don't know if they're going to, I haven't heard if they're going to stretch it out for multiple seasons, but it seems like the fact that Jonathan majors is becoming increasingly popular. Like he, he's, he's working, he's going to be working with Marvel mm-hmm. as supposedly Kane, the conqueror. So that's going to r- really interfere his time with, um, being on that show. Mm-hmm. So my guess is like, this is going to be like a one, one season and done kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying a second season is possible, but I don't feel this. I don't see the show continuing for another season.
0: Okay. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: About <laughs> I know you. <laughs> we just we just talked about uh, Watchmen. Yeah, and but how
0: Watchmen y- had my attention every moment of except for that episode that we argued about and you were really upset with how I kept hitting on that one part. Okay. Um, but every other moment in in mm. the show had my attention, mm. and this one like, kind of has it and then doesn't. Yeah. And it, and it like it usually does, but it, like it sometimes feels a little like a teenage drama.
1: Oh, uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Yeah. In some cases, I get a little bit of that.
0: Um, so it kind of takes me out of the story sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, if if it continues to be pretty good, mm-hmm. like I would hope that it would get even better mm. if it went into another season. Yeah. But if it only had one season, I wouldn't say that it's like. Watchmen level good
1: no, no i'm not saying Watchmen level good but i remember early earlier in the in this episode you had said like how you're sad that you know we only got one season of Watchmen. i
0: don't think i'd be super sad about this one i
1: know i don't i don't think so i don't, I don't think i'd be sad either i mean i ended up uh i have a copy of the book that i never read so i was like fuck it, let me just get the audible version so i can listen to it got that free anyway <laughs> 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 um yeah, but like I said, I haven't heard or I haven't heard. I don't think anybody's heard if they if they are stretching it to like want to have multiple seasons or if it's gonna be a one and done. But I can picture like the endings just being like done with it. Yeah, because it seems like they're it seems like they're they're still building up something.
0: They they are definitely still building. Yeah, which is funny because they build and tear down so much in this mo- <laughs> in this show. Yeah, like uh, two spirits. Oh, man. Like, they really built up, and you're like, oh my God, there's this fucking creature, like, woman, Native American man, woman thing. Uh-huh. And, like, dead, same episode.
1: <laughs> dead. 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 E, dead. dead. Okay, there are dun, 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 10 episodes. And this was episode six, so we still got four more. Gotcha. So we'll see what happens. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode. I like the fact that we took we took a step back from the from most of the cast and introduces a uh, character in a very fleshed out kind of way. Um,
0: I, honestly, mm-hmm. I felt this was more Asian than Mulan.
2: <laughs> was, more more was,
0: authentically <laughs> Asian than Mulan.
1: Definitely more respectable too. Shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Damn, you're just still on that Mulan shit. Fuck Mulan. Did we review that last week? No, we... Well, no, was we two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. <sighs> Man, this is a bad movie. Anyway, look at our country. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed the episode. Uh, Kelsey, did you enjoy it?
0: Yes, I did. Okay. I really enjoyed it, actually, a uh, lot. Like, I told you, I th- and I hope it doesn't sound wrong, but, like, mm. I feel like... It's a good step back away from the blatant racism. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, we just kind of have the, the, the you know, behind the scenes racism. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but like, mm-hmm. like it's not the focus. Like, mm-hmm. I can actually get the story without gotcha. wading through the waters of that. like mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I understand it enough to not have to see it all the time.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I, like, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I told, I'm, not, I'm not, that wasn't like a very, like, a dismissive comment or anything. I was like, cool, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I need your validation because, you know, like, I'm white and you're black. And uh, if I say something like that, and then you're like, okay, cool, then I'm like, oh, fuck, what no. did I say wrong? <laughs> no, I you're swear fine. I've never said I'm not a racist, <laughs> but I try really hard not to be. That's fine.
1: That's fine. You're not a racist. You're not a
2: racist.
1: I can validate for that. I've known you for like going on, what, five years now, You're not, and I don't I don't hang out with racist people. I punch them in the face. So you're fine.
0: That's why my face is sore. Oh, shut so the fine. fuck up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fire hits
0: women. <laughs> News at 11. <laughs> I always knew that real appeal guy was an asshole. Yeah,
1: I know. All right. Well, whatever. Fuck y'all.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Um, are we done?
0: Yep, we're done.
1: Cool, <laughs> we're done. We're done. All right, so uh, what do we what do we got up next?
0: Now we are gonna do our geriatric cinematic. Eve's Bayou.
2: Memory is a selection of images, some elusive, others printed indelibly on the brain. Daddy loves you so much. And I know. We'll dance at every. Each image is like a thread. Each thread woven together to make a tapestry of intricate texture. When I first met Louis, I said to myself, he's a healer. He'll take care of me. Do you still love her? Men fought each other for the privilege of speaking her name. And the tapestry tells a story. And I find out he's just a man. You're in trouble. They're really mad. Who, them? (laughs) They always mad. And the story is our past. I'll never forgive you. If you drive him away. I'm not The summer I killed my father, I was 10 years old. I saw Daddy. What? <laughs> Daddy and Mrs. Moreau. Just get lied. What's wrong with her? Oh, she'll be all right. Have you told anyone? Because if you tell, I swear I'll do you all. You know, I love my sister, but she's not unfamiliar with the inside of a mental hospital. Sunday. Which one of your patients you gonna see, Louis? What was wrong with that lady? Some illness hard to put a finger on. Not every night he's not working. I know he's not. She thinks I'm driving you away. She's a child, bro. How do you kill someone with
0: Rudy? What did little Eve see and how will it hunt her? Husband, father, and womanizer, Louis Batiste is the head of an affluent family, but it's the women who rule this gothic world of secrets, lies, and mystic forces. Directed by Cassie Lemons and written by Cassie Lemons. Um, it stars Journey Smollett, uh, Megan Good, Lynn Whitfield, Samuel L. Jackson, Debbie Morgan, and Jake Smollett. Mm. Mm.
1: Kelsey. Mark. What did you think about this movie? Um. On the fence I knew you were going to say I was like She's going to say On the fence
0: I'm on the fence Okay um, I don't think it was Super well written Okay um, Actually Let me take that back mm. I think the story Is probably Super very interesting mm. It wasn't directed Very smoothly mm-hmm. um, I love Journey Smollett's. I'm like I didn't know She was a child actor
1: Yeah She's been an actor For years
0: um, I love her performance. Like mm-hmm. she has always been like a great actress.
1: Yeah, a lot of the reviews back then gave uh gave a lot of credence to her performance.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's stupid that they named her Eve because that's a really dumb name to give a child. Why? Eve, like, I always think of like old women named Eve. Oh my
1: god! Okay. I don't know. Okay.
0: Um, Megan Good. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen her in stuff before.
1: Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff.
0: But it's funny because I know I get her confused with other people.
1: You know, Kelsey, we don't all look the
0: same. I thought <laughs> when I first met you, I was like, "Damn, is that Megan Good?" Oh, that's <laughs>
1: so stupid.
0: I was like starstruck.
1: <laughs> she was. Um, <laughs> she was in Shazam.
0: Oh, yeah, she, she was. She played
1: one of the, the family members of Shazam, yeah. Damn, she just, did not age at all.
0: Shit. She did not age at all?
1: Yeah, or she aged very little. I mean, well, she's probably like in her 20s. Damn. Anyway. You know
0: what they say? What? what? Shut they up, say? shut
1: up. What they say? Black don't crack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see.
1: Well, it's, it's interesting that you said about like the, like, you said what the directing was kind of poor or the writing, right?
0: Yeah, it was one of the two, but I really feel like it was the directing.
1: Yeah, um, Casey Lemons has said that like her cut has been, this film was like severely cut from the from what she originally intended. Mm. So that's why it could kind of come off as a bit disjointed. Um, like for example, I remember we were watching this movie and the mother, uh, Mos- another mother, the aunt Moselle... Um, she had like this whole storyline, yeah. That like got dropped.
0: You're like, whoa, where did plot B go?
1: Yeah, it's yeah, straight up. And oh my, we, actually, we'll talk about the wigs later. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like her plot, it, like because her character seemed very integral into, like the story and everything. She, it, and and she's um, like
0: like the base like. The, like, Journey Smollett is, like, the next generation of mm. whatever magic and, like, mysticism is in yeah, that, yeah. that family or in that area. Yeah. And her Aunt Moselle would be passing it along to her. Mm. So, like, she's, like, the, the base of mm. what, like, the base of what's going on. Yeah. Almost like if she's a matriarch, even though she's not, which is yeah. weird.
1: Uh-huh. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember... There's a there's a scene where um, journey <clears throat> journey character and Megan Good's character they're like she's trying to find out what happened on the, on that night with the with the father and mm-hmm. she's like you know give me your hand so I can like sense or see what's going on or mm-hmm. second sight or whatever correct me if I'm wrong but when did that happen like when did she realize that she could do that
0: she never realized it
1: that I think that I think they cut that out
0: they must have because it's like. You like as the audience can see stuff that she's not quite figured out yet, yeah. Um, so you never have a moment of her realizing for herself that she has that ability, yeah. except like there's that moment where you know they had the party mm-hmm. and um, Samuel Jackson. And Moselle's husband kind of get into an argument as she's trying to like get him into the car.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And I think they have a car accident on the way home or something, right? And yeah,
1: it's like a it's like a series of like cuts or something like that. And
0: yeah, because because they want you to realize that Journey Journey Smollett like her character is seeing that seeing it like in her dreams. So okay. she she like that's why she wakes up that way. Uh. And she picks up the coin off the, like, the nightstand or the dress or whatever she's sleeping next to. And she looks like she's, like, sad. Like, she realized that he died. And mm. that's the coin that he had just given her. Cars
1: drove by. Woo, that shit was loud.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that's. So, I think at that moment, mm. she kind of knew at that moment that she could see. But, like that's the only thing that yeah. you ever get it was never like i could use this for a purpose it was always like this sort of happens to me sometimes yeah
1: or like her her and her her aunt aunt moselle like never really had a discussion like oh i i think i got what you got or whatever like the only time that like there was ever any mentioned between the two that about her and her second sight or whatever is where aunt Moselle is trying to like she's like give me your hand so i can like read you and shit and she's mm-hmm. like oh okay if you don't tell me you don't have to tell me and i was just kind of like wait, wait what do we mean not wait and what that was then? really
0: fucking weird because they didn't tell you what she saw yeah but you like i think it's because they wanted to keep the mystery mm-hmm. of it yeah but at the same time like It was really weird, weirdly Mm. written.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think that I think that that goes to like the fact the fact that the film got cut the fuck
0: up. I don't think it was all of that Mm. because if you think about the wigs, too, (laughs) those wigs
1: are fucking hilarious.
0: (laughs) And like, I don't know. Sometimes she like Moselle will just go on and on and Mm. on. Like she just had like monologue after monologue. It was like. Mm. The Moselle show.
1: I did like, um, well, speaking of, of her monologue, I did like that part where uh, Moselle's telling Jeanette, <clears throat> sorry, Eve's telling Eve about her um, her husbands, that that they have died. And I do like that part where she tells about her, I think it was like her first husband, mm-hmm. how he was killed right in front of her and how like dramatic that scene was. Yeah. It was pretty cool how they were kind of like, how, she, how the scene was being directed because one minute she's looking in the mirror and as it pans back out, you see, like, what she is remembering through the mirror. Right. And then she, like, steps out, and she's, like, now...
0: In the mirror. In
1: the mirror, in the conversation. I thought that was some pretty cool directing. I was, it was very, like, simple, but I thought, it, I thought it was very effective.
0: Right. I think Cassie Lemons has some talent, mm-hmm. but I feel like she probably needs someone to bounce off of. Okay. You know, like, there are people who have lots of talent, but they just need someone to round them out.
1: I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um... And I really liked that that scene as well, mm. but I really felt like she was telling Eve a whole lot of shit that that little <laughs> ten year old girl did not fucking need to know. <laughs> that's,
1: that's true. Uh, damn, she directed an episode of Luke Cage, all sold out. I don't remember that one. And she directed that movie Harriet, which I heard is not that good.
0: Yeah, I felt like it was probably more of Eve's Bayou. What Harriet? Yeah. Have you seen her?
1: No. Oh.
0: But I always got a sense of like that's not gonna be a good movie. <laughs> okay. And then everyone's like, Oh, it's a bad movie. I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> um was there was there anything anything out of the movie that that stuck out to you or that you might have I don't know that you were kinda into that you liked? Other
0: like I really, really liked Journey Smollett's mm. um performance performance. Mm. Like loved it. Mm. I like The chemistry between uh Journey Smollett and like her siblings. Oh, yeah, that was
1: good. I think that was some really great acting.
0: Sometimes it Mm. was very genuine, Mm -hmm. like, like they're really arguing like they're siblings, or they're really playing together like they're siblings. And two of them actually are siblings, but like Mm -hmm. Megan Good sometimes fit in, yeah, and sometimes she was like. That racist term that I didn't want to say from the last movie.
1: I don't think she was like that. I think she was trying to outshine uh, Journey Smollett, though.
0: No, but she, like, was knowing what her father was doing and trying to hide it. mm -hmm. She was, like, she knew what she was doing when she went downstairs to go be with her father.
1: I think that's up for discussion, though, because, like, when she's... Um, because we get two sides of the story. We get like the father's side that he was drunk and he like forgot that that was his daughter, which first of all, fuck disgusting. And we got like what the mother felt about that scene. And then when we got the scene where like uh, her, where Eve grabs uh, Cicely's hands to like read it, we never get like a full picture. Or we got like her version, which was like pretty extreme. Yeah. So I think I think that I think the I think that is supposed to like open up a discussion of like, well, how did it really happen? Was it really that intense or is it just like a misunderstanding?
0: No, I think it was the truth is somewhere in between. Mm, right? Okay. I think she went down there mm. like to comfort him. Mm-hmm. And um I think she kissed him on purpose. I think she kissed him mm. and he was drunk and like got into it and if you remember the next morning mm-hmm. she supposedly had her period but mm-hmm. it, i don't think that was her period
1: that was her period like she picked up the panties it was blood right
2: there
0: that was her hymen Ew. Ew. you think it was that extreme yes Ew. like she was bleeding cuz that was like she'd never been Ew. with anyone and that's why she was so traumatized the next morning like no one acts like that when they've had their period like if anyone told me when i was a kid like oh you had your period Mm -hmm. i'd be like as long as it wasn't like some random kid in school like Mm -hmm. if i woke up with it and someone saw that was in my family i'd be like okay what do i do yeah my experience though was like I was 10, mm-hmm. and I had it, like, my, my 11th birthday was right in the middle of my first period. <clears> throat> and, throat> like, and I and I hit it for three days as best as I could. Okay. And I definitely had an accident at school, mm-hmm. and I was, like, the leper for the rest of the year. Because oh. everyone was laughing at me and, like, making fun of me. Because, oh, she tried to hide uh, it. But I was, like, not educated Carrie. on it that way. they're all
1: going to laugh at you. You haven't seen Carrie, but there's no, a I scene did. like that. I watched that oh the The original one, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: they're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah, and all that shit.
1: Oh wow.
0: So, um, like yeah, like strangers, you don't want them to know, but like yeah. your family members is different. So mm. that was very, um, telling. I think that she had that reaction mm. about her sister saying, "Oh, you had your period," you know. Like, yeah,
1: and she did like she did fucking go nuts on her, like choking her to the point that where, was
0: like, not her period. Oh my god. So I think he raped her. Yeah. And that's why I think Journey, um, Smollett's character Eve, at the mm. end, after she saw what her sister, mm. she was pissed at her at first because she's like, you didn't tell me. Like, yeah. tell me what really happened because Dad yeah, wrote this letter.
1: Yeah, and the letter was very, like, uh, like very... Like, I didn't
0: like, know what I was doing. Yeah, but
1: he was also, like, it, he, he's like, it breaks my heart that you think I would do this to my daughter, blah, 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 blah. So do you think maybe it was, like, him trying to, like play innocent on it yeah
0: play innocent because you know how he was he was like the women are always mad and you know he's with this fucking trifling fucking woman and (laughs) like you know like he's always hanging around like women and stuff like i don't think like he wanted he was one of those people like there are people out there who look like they're Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like you want to trust them and they're good and everything but they get away with a lot of shit yeah because people like them like they attract people Mm. Um, And I think he was like that. So he was just doing his regular thing of like, you know, like, I actually really love her. I would never hurt her. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. So like, I think when Eve saw what actually happened to her sister, Cicely, uh, with their dad, that's like, she like immediately hugged her and was like, I'm so sorry. Mm. Like, I'm sorry that he hurt you like that.
1: Jesus. It's pretty horrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get that. I didn't. No, no. I,
1: I I, took, like I said, when we did get a definitive answer, I think th- I, that's why I took it as like, oh, we're, it just kind of leaves it ambiguous of what really happened and everything. I just, I never saw that as.
0: I think they just didn't want to like hit you over the head with it. I think they Ooh. wanted you to come to your, like not just your own conclusion, but they wanted you to follow the breadcrumbs.
2: Yeah hmm well
1: that kind of fucked up my quote i was gonna say at the end of the show <laughs> now i realize you're just like why would you want to use that one <laughs> i
2: ain't got a story fuck it
1: <laughs> um okay well uh okay so of course this is a question i have to ask i i mean i'm asking kelsey this because this is the basis of our show but do you think the movie still holds up
0: I don't, mm. but I'm not going to say it wasn't enjoyable.
1: Oh, you know what? I, I okay. Uh, you've already said it, but I just remember something I wanted to talk about. Um, the, uh, the interaction between Journey Smollett and uh, the Voodoo Priestess. Her name's escaped me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about that? Because I actually really enjoyed that.
0: that I thought it was, it was funny. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, that lady had a competition with Moselle mm. because they're both psychic. Yeah, and Moselle thinks she's um, like a what's the word? A thing that's not actually right. Like she's not an actual psychic. Oh, uh, a fraud. A fraud. Oh, fraud. Okay. She's a fraud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm tired and it's humid. Um, <laughs> okay. Moselle thinks she's a fraud. Hmm. And, um. That lady, I think, had like thinks that Moselle, like you get a sense that she thinks Moselle thinks she's better than everybody else.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: So they have like this competition that's like almost like frenemy ish. Mm -hmm. Like they're not really friends, Mm -hmm. but they—I don't think they hate each other. They're just like in really hot competition with each other. Yeah. Um. And of course, you know, Journey uh, Smollett's character Eve. Mm -hmm. She, like realizes that this woman exists and that like maybe since moselle wouldn't teach her voodoo yeah this woman would Mm -hmm. or she could go to her Mm -hmm. and use voodoo to kill somebody yeah and um so i really like her because um like there's one time where she's like (laughs) eve stole a pineapple
1: Oh, she got like, Pineapple Head or something like that. No, oh, no, no, Pineapple Thief.
0: Pineapple... No, it had No. What happened was, Eve stole the pineapple. Uh-huh. The guy who was selling the fruits ran after her. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Eve stopped in the middle of the road and saw this lady with this white paint on her face staring at her, like, into her soul. Mm. She just looks at her and, like, she goes, bad girl. <laughs> like like you're like not just like you're a bad girl like oh you're a bad girl no but it was like you're cursed or you're evil or something like you almost got a sense like she was telling her that and so she drops the pineapple and like runs and then the lady gets a like a look on her face like yeah like she was just fucking playing with her yeah
1: that was played by uh looks like diana dhan Carroll i think that's how you say her name um I I did like I did like the scenes when they them two were interacting with each other mm-hmm. like how she was like asking her to put a curse on a particular person like it seemed like she like you took out she was like fucking with her um the voodoo priestess cuz remember how you said like she took her money and everything and like put told a told her cur- to
0: come back yeah. yeah she's like come back on Thursday yeah and I'll have this thing for you and she came back and she's like, What are you doing here? <laughs> and she's like, You told me to come back, and she's like, Oh, I already did the thing. Yeah. And she's and so I kinda almost thought that she like was fucking with her. Yeah. But then like her father died. Yeah, her
1: father father's gonna shop for all his infidelities and shit like that. Yeah,
0: so like
1: not for getting shot for having a bad wig, like some of the people in this movie.
0: <laughs> I think it's good what the movie does though, where it mm-hmm. kind of leaves it ambiguous was it voodoo?
1: Oh, was it, or was or it or like, was
0: it just his time because all of his fucking infidelities caught up yeah, with him? Yeah,
1: and also cuz it wasn't also her doing, not just the voodoo part, but remember she she did, she kind did
0: of, Yeah, she did go and tell
1: She did tell uh wasn't Roger is that right? Say Roger uh Gunavir Smith. Yeah, she ended up telling that his character, but like, oh, I think I saw my dad and your wife somewhere or something like yeah, like, she's be, like
0: they're both really lonely all the time yeah 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 <laughs> and that's when he's like oh shit <laughs>
1: um so uh to pick up where we we're about to end you think it's you, you think it's so you enjoyed it right
0: i enjoyed it i just don't think it holds up to like n- most people aren't gonna want to watch that
1: today yeah yeah i got you um i did enjoy it i can't see a lot of issues like with the story like it's being disjointed and like how i said like plot b just like disappeared i don't know mm. where um uh journey smaller of course is phenomenal in it
0: she's always had all those teeth she's got a huge
1: ass smile yeah but
0: it like works for like i'm glad like i'm sure she probably felt awkward as a kid with all those teeth but like she no. has like a hollywood fucking smile oh, with that, all of those teeth yeah, now she
1: got that big beautiful smile now yeah. yeah
0: i mean it was beautiful back then too but like well, like yeah. you know like children always look fucking awkward when they're growing and it kind of did look a little awkward on her
1: yeah i can show you some horrible pictures of myself as a kid and you'd be like you
0: you should show them to me nope so i can you know laugh at you
1: nope i want to keep this handsome face <laughs> always in your mind just this the handsome part just everything else is it the poo poo face no i have it <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so that's it we done
0: we're down we're
1: down okay folks so that's gonna be end of our show for this week uh we want to thank you all for joining us uh you can find this episode and all our past episode on all the podcast catchers uh spotify itunes we're on amazon music now Woo. we're gonna get that bezo money going to the bezo poll party google. we got
0: google recently too oh
1: yeah oh, play google store. play oh yeah we're on google play store and everything i don't well, I, so, I we're supposed to be on pandora but i don't know if that's happened yet uh but we're Maybe
0: that'll be next they're like falling like dominoes yeah
1: i know so yeah we're everywhere like you know yeah, Stitcher, wherever we're underneath your bed, we're in our closet. We're, we're in watching. the
0: air like Tesla envisioned.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, next week, we are going to be reviewing Tenet.
0: We're going to be reviewing Tenet. Uh-huh.
1: Holy shit. It's actually in a the theater that's not too far away from us.
0: And not indoors.
1: Yeah, so we're at a,
0: um, a drive-in.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna be doing the drive-in to watch Tenet.
0: because it wasn't so. Didn't we report that it wasn't gonna come to drive-in movie theaters, and then they like changed their mind like the next week?
1: Oh, I think I don't remember who. I don't, I don't think I think Warner Bros. did go like, yeah, let's do. It. Oh yeah, because Nolan didn't want it to come out in drive-in. He wanted to come in like the theater theater going experience with IMAX and everything. And Warner Bros. is like, no, we need this money, man.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be reviewing Tenet. Um, if you folks haven't seen it yet and you want to see it, you know, be careful going out there to check out the film. Um, we are going to be pairing Tenet with 1995's Twelve Monkeys, the Terry Gilliam, uh, I guess sci-fi, sci-fi story. Um, it can be viewed on HBO Max, HBO On Demand, or HBO Now, or you can rent it on Amazon, Apple TV, or on YouTube.
0: <laughs> Next time? When you have to name off all the HBOs, just say you can find it on all the HBOs.
1: All the HBOs, yeah.
0: because <laughs> there's like too fucking many of them.
1: <laughs> uh, the topic of that episode is saving the world one mulligan at a time. Yeah, I like that one. Ah, I
2: got it. Yes. All right.
0: Yeah, you found out I liked it on the show as opposed to like me saying something ahead of time. Did you? Because <laughs> I barely read it like uh, maybe 10 minutes ago.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, you guys definitely want to join that episode because we're having a guest, our uh, buddy James. We're gonna, we're it's gonna. It's been
0: more than a year since you've heard him on the podcast because last time,
1: oh, it was at Comic Con. It was
0: at Comic Con of twenty eighteen. No,
1: twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that long.
0: No, but because like. 2020 is so fucked up. Like I can't remember when <laughs> when the con was.
1: I like your face. 2020 is so fucked up. <laughs> like this huge ass smile. Uh, yeah, James is unfortunately James won't be in the room with us. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to Zoom conference this whole thing and hopefully it works out a okay. Yeah. Um.
0: And also hmm. hopefully it records and then you don't scare uh, him again.
1: Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, we gotta test that sucker out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so James will be joining. Hopefully, he'll. We haven't. It hasn't been like cemented in stone, but so far it looks like he, the, our buddy of ours is gonna hop on our our uh, show. Our, our show for next week. Um, oh shit! You know what? We're gonna. Yeah, we need to have an announcement next week. There's something I've been I've been thinking with in my head of what we can do next month. Uh-huh. Um, but I'll talk to you off uh, off air. But we'll, uh, but I think it, I think you'll like this Everyone idea. Everyone
0: has all these mysteries now I know, under right? their mind. Like what is it? I, I want to know what's the secret.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> it's Antabela secret.
0: Antabela secret what?
1: Antebellum secret. Shut up! Stop it!
0: What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, know you, you say it right or wrong? You anyway. know how
1: Antebellum had that horrible secret that <laughs> fell flat on his face. Like the village. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, we just spoiled it. Sorry, folks. Um... Say. Well, we
0: can cut that part out.
1: No, we'll leave it. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
1: join us uh, next week for Tenet, 12 Monkeys, and the announcement that uh, we will announce next mm-hmm. week. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, be careful out there. Uh, wash your damn hands. Put on your damn mask. Fucking go out and vote. This is not a political show, but fuck it. Go out and vote.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll make it less political after the election, hopefully if well well, hopefully then when the next president inauguration inaugurated
1: yeah the next inauguration okay so yeah that's going to be it for our show for this week um said that already i'll say it again fuck it uh but with that i'm going to leave you guys a story as i always do (laughs) so in first grade uh there was a kid he was a very shy kid and everything people would pick on him and i felt bad for this kid right i felt real bad for him mm-hmm. and one day during on the playground um the kid was just kind of like just standing there just kind of like frozen right not mm-hmm. moving or anything and i was like what the fuck so i approached the kid and i was like hey man you doing look okay? and i i had this whiff to smell the kid has shit his pants
0: Ew. and i
1: was like oh fuck and then I wasn't the only one who noticed because the kids that had been bullying him before smelled it too. But they were like, someone shit their pants. Who did that? Who did that? Oh! And then right there, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just be a hero. And I took a shit in my pants and I took all that blame. They were like, oh, it's Mark. It's Bill. I was like, yeah, we can do about it. Ew. And, that, and they you know they, they didn't, they didn't. They obviously couldn't pick on me, and that was like the end of it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like Happy Gilmore. Yeah,
1: yeah, like you know, Happy Gilmore.
0: when uh, Adam Sandler peed his pants?
1: Yeah, true story, right here. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid looks at me. And he's like, Mark, like, well, thank you, but why did you do that? You know? And I looked at him, and I had just seen Eves, Bayou Even though the timing's wrong, because this is first grade, nineteen ninety five. I just saw Eve's bio. No,
0: but it's like because of the magic from Eve's bio, you were able to see it ahead of time. That's why.
1: Yeah. So I had just seen Eve's bio, and I, <laughs> I looked at him, and the words came out of me as such, Sometimes a soldier falls on his own sword.